as yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Good morning, everybody. And today, John Howard faces the toughest quest or questions of his career, courtesy of some primary school kids. And we've got the footage. Oh, my goodness. Australia's next great telly movie. Find out the plot here. Absolute bollocks. We haven't played that one for a while. <laughs> Lap dance is being taught, charged tax. What? Why has Serbia erected a statue to Samantha Fox? And do teachers <laughs> need to be breathalyzed? Also, find out who's been concubining. <laughs> okay, I hope it's nobody in this room. What about Dave Graney? He'll yes. be joining us. And today we're going to find out what are the greatest unreleased albums of all time mm-hmm. and which albums should have been unreleased. It's all coming up on Get This, under the baton of Pauline Hanson's former lover, Richard Marsland. He was hit by a bus tomorrow. I'd go to his funeral just to make sure he was buried. I don't like him. Certainly is. Thank you, Billy Idol. White Wedding around the nation on Get This here at Triple M with myself, Tony Martin. What are you doing, you stupid slut? Ooh. Ed Cavalli. Oh! Sorry. An elephant tea bag. (laughs) Pushing those buttons, it's Richard Marsland. I don't like him. Oh, oh okay. She is, she is turned on you, Rich. <laughs> I know. I mean, once we were together, oh. everything was so sweet. Really, was it? <laughs> yeah, and now yeah, it's all gone past. Tipping another bucket on you mm. on uh, Current Affair last night. Yep. Are people accusing us of having fake callers, Ed Cavalli, on this show? Yeah, you'll need to take your microphone with you. Yeah, probably. Yes, they are, uh, Tony. They sure are. They are so... Oh, wow. Could they possibly be... Scroll faster! Could they possibly be doing it any more than they already are? Yeah, listen to this. Someone called Lazen Baby, Mm -hmm. uh, real name, it says, just listening to the podcast, it strikes me as odd that when you have Talkback Mountain, some callers sound a lot like Richard uh, named Marsland. And strangely, Richard named Marsland goes silent for these callers. Well, the reason that I'm going silent is because I've got so much... I'm I'm monitoring the technical output of the show. You are. (laughs) Because I've got callers... You know, who could say who knows what? Yeah, yeah. Got to keep an eye on them. I've got applauses happening. So you, who is that? And like? you and you genuinely hate the general public. So <laughs> yeah, you, there is that contempt for the audience. Obviously, that's a factor. <laughs> I've got microphone levels. I don't want to be bending needles. <laughs> well, you see, if he was doing the fake calls, he would have to go outside. Or ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And who would be, um, you know, stuffing up the levels and pushing the wrong button? <laughs> Moi. <laughs> uh, but also, the thing to remember is that if someone from a show. Uh, goes out and becomes a fake caller. Yeah. Instantly, somehow on the phone, they get they become they get an Indian accent <laughs> or a really full on Chinese accent. That's that's, that's you. That's the hint. That's how you know it's us. I think we've only had one fake caller. That was you. That was me. And I'm guessing you're never going to do that again because uh, as soon as you left the room, <laughs> I know Ben Lawson went to town on your sex life. <laughs> that's what can happen. People are too frightened to leave the studio so to go and be a fake caller so on this true. show. Never no? get off the boat. No. <laughs> It's the apocalypse now. Keep in mind, uh, Ben Lawson's got a long history of questionable sexual adventures. Yeah, sure. That's all I'm saying. They'll all be detailed on the website, I'm told. Hey, let's move on to a professional radio program. Okay, switch over. that would be Uh our sister station, PLPSFM in Victoria, Patterson Lakes, Victoria. It's the uh, Patterson Lakes Primary School radio station. It has a broadcast radius of 10 blocks. Triple M will slowly take those 10 blocks. One block at a time. All right, kids. Yeah. That's what they get. They're going to get some regime change if they're not careful down there. <laughs> but in the meantime, they're getting the exclusives that we can't get. Mm. They had John Howard, the real Prime Minister, not just somebody going, <laughs> or someone manipulating some tapes from Late Line. Oh, well, yeah. The real 
Prime Minister sat in the hot seat. Now, we've been down to Patterson Lakes mm. Primary School with that hot seat. <laughs> Tell you what. Man alive, the cranked choices. Up, cranked up to 11. The choices they give you. Here's... Tell you, one thing I can tell you about the kids at PLPS, mm. not very good at handball. Oh, really? I destroyed those kids. Did you become king very quickly? I was king almost <laughs> straight away, and I stayed king the entire lunchtime. You hear that, Stewie? That's right. King for lunchtime. What a hero. I don't know if uh, John Howard did a bit of handball when he was there. He's got nothing. But he certainly sat in the hot seat. Have a listen. Hi, Mr Howard. Now Chris and I are going to put you into the hot seat and give you some challenging questions. Yes. Typewriter or computer? Computer. Cocoa Pops or Fruit Loops? Fruit Loops. TV or radio? Radio. Spaghetti marinara or spaghetti bolognese? Marinara. Mariana. Fishing or eating fish? Eating fish. Football or rugby? Rugby. Newspaper or magazine? Newspaper. Lollies or vegetables? Vegetables. Bob Dylan or Elvis? Oh, Bob Dylan by far. Shorts or pants? Shorts. Holidays or work? Oh, both. (laughs) Actually work. Primary or high school? Primary. Simpsons or Flintstones? Flintstones. Maths or homework? I mean, maths or English? Oh, English. Reebok or Nike? Sorry? Reebok or Nike? Reebok. And now, Mr Howard, for the hardest question of them all. Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Desalination or recycled water? Oh, recycled water, definitely. (laughs) Desalination is bad for the environment. It was not as good for the environment. Burns too much electricity and uh, interferes with the marine life. And I think we should go into recycling in a big way. And I think it's part of the future. (laughs) Well done, Mr Howard. You have successfully completed the hot seat (laughs) challenge and answering each question very well. (laughs) Fantastic. Those kids do a sensational job. Finally answering the big questions. Yeah. I've been wondering about that marinara bolognese question for years. <laughs> and I email him every day. Never gets back to me. The Flintstones. Yeah, <laughs> I think that he thought that that was too kind of, you know, perhaps oh. liberal senators from Western Australia. And he oh, was yeah. trying to work <laughs> yeah. out. Hang on. Someone out there. Well, anyway, we'll leave John Howard in his shorts. <laughs> You're listening to Get This, hosted by a couple of... Fruit Loops. Or as John Howard calls us, those two... Vegetables. But just between us, I think he'd been smoking some of that. Marinara. Mariana. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know, who is the least likely recording artist you can imagine John Howard sitting down in the lodge to listen to on his gramophone? Oh, Bob Dylan by far. <laughs> I mean, can you picture that? Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm, I'm putting on some Bob Dylan. <laughs> I can imagine that. It's a hard thing yeah, to picture. But yeah. do we have some Bob Dylan coming up now? Unfortunately not. Oh, I'm uh, going to guess it's SQ. Oh, is it oh, your Peter? Peter oh, do you Peter Devlin? What uh, happened in the election on the weekend, Peter? I, I would concede defeat, but um, I can't find those phrases and sentences. I'm not sure <laughs> which family members to thank. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sure. I think we've covered uh, politics for one show. More in a moment on Get This at Triple M. Just those New York buskers at the end there. Thank you very much. Eskimo Joe here at Triple M. Round the nation. Brisbane, Hello. Sydney, Melbourne and Adelaide, I think you'll find. Ed, what are we receiving now? Emails, Tone. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, comments on the old year old MySpace. Yeah. Uh, but they've, they've upped it. Normally it's just sort of pictures your head on various nerds' yeah. uh, bodies. <laughs> yeah. But now uh, Scout has sent in this great article. Listen to this. Man eats underwear to beat breathalyzer. 
Underwear, oh, the edible underwear. No, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, the right. edible kind. Check him out. An 18-year-old such-and-such man tried to heat his underwear in the hope that the cotton fabric would absorb the alcohol before he took a breathalyzer test provincial courts heard this week. Now, I thought that um, Ben Cousins was locked in a apartment somewhere. <laughs> what is going on? He got out, and this is what he chose to do. Uh, so here we go. So he was, Mr. What's-His-Name was collared by uh, by the police after yeah. he ran from his vehicle, which, which had been uh, seen weaving down the highway. Mm. While sitting in the back of the Patrol car, Mister Whatever tried to eat his shorts. Mister Whatever said he ripped the uh, said he ripped the crutch out of his shorts, stuffed the fabric into his mouth, and then spat it out. What punishment enough? I would have thought. But for the thinking being, uh, oh no, the idea was that if uh, okay, so I've, I'm I'm drunk yeah. and I'm driving allegedly. My breath smells of alcohol. My breath smells of alcohol. Uh, hang on a sec. What have I got on me? No breath mints. Uh, I'm out of Tic Tacs. I've got underpants. If I rip the crotch out and eat it, then the, the it will the cloth will absorb. That's probably he's thinking they're the most absorbent yeah. bits of clothing I'm wearing. Hmm. So he's taken the crotch out, popped it in his mouth, thought, mm-hmm, yeah. crotchy delicious, right? <laughs> this will get me off the hook. It hasn't worked. He spat it out yeah. in the back of the cab. <laughs> so while he's sitting and listen to this, a class of law students from such and such composite high were in court as observers, and they had to be removed <laughs> when, this, when the year eleven and twelve students had difficulty re- maintaining composure. <laughs> so hang on, he's doing the breathalyzer. They go, we're not getting alcohol, but there's a pretty high ball sack reading. <laughs> wow! Sure, the car was weaving and not skidding. <laughs> Any reason your tongue has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle prints on it, sir? Well, that's... There you go. People were leaving the courtroom with tears in their eyes, trying not to laugh. The judge included. I can't go on with this. Imagine the reenactment in the courtroom. Ouch. It's awful. It's a bad gig to get. If you're on like a like a Today Tonight show, sure. uh, you're one of the, the troop of actors that they've got doing the reenactments. Oh, don't make me do that one. Nah, I'm, so, you, I'm sorry. Please. You look the most like him. I'll, I'll drink the bottle of sunscreen. <laughs> nope. I'm not doing that. You don't look anything like him. Here's We've some... got some Velcro crushed undies for you. Easy to rip out. <laughs> May I present Exhibit A? <laughs> Oh, please. Jeez, that's two times in 10 minutes. Certainly is. I'll clean uh, things up with some news from Serbia. Have we ever had any news from Serbia on this show before? Not a Shout out to my homeboy, Alice Jurella from high school, who's from Serbia. Fan of throwing bricks. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I don't think this is offensive. Listen, a life-sized marble statue. I'll just repeat that again. A life-sized marble statue of former Page 3 girl Samantha Fox... (laughs) is to be erected in Serbia (laughs) after she agreed to sing at a pop festival. It's that simple, apparently. Locals in such and such raised the money to show the (laughs) 1980s model. Hang on, hang on. Where's such and such? Now, have a go. Have a go. It's it's C-A-C-A-K. I can't pronounce that. That's a (laughs) kakaka. It's really... Really, that's not offensive at all? <laughs> that's right. Okay. Yeah. Locals in the town of Ballsack raised the money to show the 1980s model-turned-pop star how delighted they were with her visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, fan Obrad Banovic said, We well love her. She is authentic sex symbol of 1980s, so why shouldn't we have monument to her? Other towns have their heroes in parks. Why can't we? So true. <laughs> it also comes after the northern Serbian village of something or other. Nah, come on. Give it a go. Zitiste, would that be it? <laughs> How many Zs? Uh, people pulling up out the front of the station. <laughs> More Zs than would seem necessary is the answer. This town decided to put up a statue of Hollywood film character Rocky. Oh. <laughs> a statue of Rocky. Outstanding. 
She, you know, we only ever hear the bad stories out of Serbia. Yeah. Mm. You know, the violence, the mm. carnage, the endless emails promising great amounts of money for you to invest immediately. Yes. <laughs> we don't see the good stuff. The footage of war-torn villages emerging from their houses to see the unveiling of the Rocky statue. <laughs> the ticker tape parades for the monument to Dom DeLuise in Cannonball Run. The national holiday, an hour of silence to celebrate the memory of Don Knotts and the yeah. ghost of Mr. Chicken. Hey, I'm behind that one. The statue of Screech. Yeah. The parade for Lamal. The portrait in sign writing of Andrew Ridgely. And the Mount Rushmore-style carvings of the cast of Eight is Enough. About time. Why don't we see them on CNN? Thanks to a recent promotional visit, the national anthem of Serbia is now the theme to Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> That's good news. I'm not joking. One, two, three, four, five. Slobber Republic of Serbia. Give us any chance, we'll take it. With us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Republic of Serbia. Nothing's gonna turn us back now. Straight ahead and on the track now. We're gonna make our dreams come true. On the Balkan Peninsula. Beautiful, isn't it? That's uh, that might be the first national anthem in the top ten. And if any other bordering nations are offended, mm-hmm. just write in and we'll record an anthem for you as well. <laughs> I wouldn't want anyone to feel left out. That's there are plenty of other TV theme tunes <laughs> going back. <laughs> it is it is ratings day today, and we were told that we were doing poorly in the Serbian demographic. <laughs> so let's hope that's picked it up, shall we? I certainly hope. That's so. great news. Here and get this. That's split ends here at Triple M around the nation. The program is Get This. Right. And in the next hour, we're going to be joined by Dave Graney. Yeah. I don't like him. Oh, come on, Pauline. Oh, no need for that. He's a national trainer. He certainly is. Uh, he'll be coming in to talk about any number of things, including mm-hmm. a fine new album he's a part of, Rock Formations mm-hmm. by Salmon. Wow. That is the loudest album of the year. It was. I listened to some of it this morning. You've got Ooh. to listen from the next room. Yeah. <laughs> it's full on. Yeah, he'll be can't. explaining that, and we're going to be talking about great unreleased albums of all time. That's yeah. always a good topic. Yeah. Uh, the drought's still going on, I hear. Yeah. Great new invention, uh, I think coming out of Victoria, uh, Werribee Landscape Gardeners Peter and Debbie Gwynn have come up with a fantastic device. It's basically just a sort of metal ring oh, yeah. that you whop in your toilet system. And what happens? It stops it uh, flush, being able to flush continuously. So you have to keep your finger on the button to keep it flushing. You know what I mean? You don't just push it and then let a full flush go and leave the room. Oh, I see. You've got to stay there and monitor proceedings. Oh, it's a judgment. <laughs> Puts a bit of responsibility on your end of things. It but does. It's saving massive amounts of water. How this, many gigalitres? Oh, it'll save the average toilet. Up to 55,000 litres a year. That's great. The fixer flush, that's what they're calling it. They've patented it. And, you know, I, I've been uh, using my technique, the hand of a master safe cracker. <laughs> yeah. 
It's just I can. I've got a full flush. We don't have the half flush, but you can just if you just get it right. Yeah, I know, Tone. Look, you can we, create a half flush or even a quarter flush. Yeah, I know, Tone. And you've said that story probably four or five times. I don't mean it as like a joke. I'm saying have a crack yourself. No, I know. I I I don't like the image of you standing there trying to get the wife and the dog in to have a family meeting <laughs> around the you know yeah. creating the new half flush at your place. There's no consultation. Nobody is else right? is involved. <laughs> oh, is that right? Oh, I've okay. just gone out on my own with it. I had a think tank. <laughs> I got into the discovery tank on my own, did a bit of insight mining, had an imagined pageant, and that came out. Man alive. But other great inventions. Listen to this. Australians just can invent stuff, can't they? They're so good at it. Talkie dad, Jason Redfern, wanted an extra memorable business card uh, and came up with the idea of inserting a sound recording into the business card. Mm -hmm. The talking business card now has an international patent. The press here, business card. That is great. Fantastic. What Talking business card. Hello, I'm really sorry about this bloke's ponytail and spiky hair. <laughs> He's actually all right. <laughs> That'd be a good one. I know a few people who could do with that oh, one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Australians leading the charge. Hang on a sec. Did anyone see the Today program this morning? Oh, uh, no. I, I, I watch it every each morning. How was the I, robot? I, well, I'm just waiting for the head to fall off and the circuitry to, you know, yeah, come... Westworld sp- style. Yeah, springing out. <laughs> the face to hinge open. This is what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Have we discussed uh, Peter Stefanovic yet? Well, not oh. yet. But, well, just, just one sec, Rich, because what they did is they had Neil Perry on. Uh, First Liberty Chef. Mm. Uh, and Switch. Man with a very nasty switch out the back oh, these days. Oh, he needs a talking business card. And uh, they had him outside cooking something, or he's going to cook us or whatever. Yeah. And anyway, as soon as he started cooking it, the chopper started taking off next uh, next to where they were cooking, and it was action stations. <laughs> Carl was banging on the fence, <laughs> stopped, trying to get them to stop, and then he looked all upset. And they had trying to patch in. Yeah, he's trying to patch in. The little auxiliary cable came flying out of him, and then they had to go to a break because they had no. Carl didn't have the circuits to cope with this kind of thing. He did not compute. It. You know, the, 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 the blades are whirring and all of Carl's circuitry is going everywhere. He's throwing, mm, ours and we'll be back after the break. And did you get any of this on tape? Tony. When are you going to get a VHS recorder? Don't have one. Can you still buy the VHS? They're like $29 free with a CD every time. There you go. You go in. Well, get me one then. <laughs> Sorry, what about who's Peter Stefanovic? Well, Peter, I, I mean, I'm imagining maybe that he's related to Carl Stefanovic. He's just like Astro Boy because they some... made two robots. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. the one kind of very buff one, the tall one, Atlas, right. yeah, and then the small little Astro oh, Boy. Maybe Is that the kind of deal? Or maybe he's like a Terminator Two. Yeah, you know, maybe he goes liquid metal. And oh, that'd be. Cool. Maybe he could take on. The Stephen Overnator. All right. I think that's that's possible. Robot Wars. Robot Wars on today. Hang on. Maybe Sarah Murdoch or whatever is actually Peter Stefanovic, liquid metal style, in the form of Sarah Murdoch. Oh, more like Terminator 3. There. Yeah, we Well, I know that the original name of the show was the Today Show, colon, Rise of the Machines. (laughs) We've proved that before. In case you've just joined us, Carl Stefanovic is a robot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no doubt about that. No, it's no, been no. proven time and time again no. on this show. Don't yeah. think we're just, you know, floating some nutty theory. That's right. We've taken a blood test. <laughs> well, as best as we can. An oil yeah. test. Good That's luck. An oil test. Yeah. yeah. to use the old jockey dildo in the pants for that. <laughs> Do we have time for Mr. Marson's bombshell, uh, Miss oh, Hamilton? Oh, I'm sorry, Rich. Do I have a bombshell? How long have we been waffling on 
Oh, far too long, okay. I'm afraid. Right. Sit sorry, on that bombshell. Rich. Sizzle up that bombshell. I'm sorry, I live Rich. another day. We have I'm got plenty sorry, coming up. Bro. Absolute bollocks is next. Get this. They should not be under any doubt at all about how seriously we regard this act unjustified and wrong. Brought to you by Andrew Campy, who can kick anyone's ass at Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> really, Andrew, meet you in the car park after the show and begs me green. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Don't forget to visit the Triple M website and then uh, veer off to the Get This page. Uh, ogle the photographs of Richard Marzel. <laughs> There's uh, a few on there. Mm. <laughs> on the gurn. And download one of our 68 podcasts. They're all free and all chockers with uh, bacon and cheese. I think you'll find uh, time for some music today. And uh, Mr. Howard, what sort of stuff would you like to hear? Oh, Bob Dylan by far. No, I don't think we've got any <laughs> no, schedule. Sorry, brother. What can you do, Ed? Well, I've got a uh, new instrument, boys. Oh, it's about time. It's an electric wobble board. An electric wobble Gee, board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's good. And rich. Yep. I like Rock DJ by Robbie Williams, uh-huh. but I need something like, sounds like that, but a bit more production or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I could use some of the production themes yeah. in Robbie Williams' music. <laughs> That'd be great. And, and, to and Tony, you're kind of emo. What, just, Certainly. Some, I, if you want me to be, I will be. Some heartfelt lyrics at some point would be wonderful. <laughs> Two, three, four. It's a good wobble board. Good wobble board. I'm getting a good wobble up now. Here Anytime. I come. When you soon, Rich. When you, uh, when you feel like, mate. Try this. <gasps> ah, yes. Fallout Boy here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, where our mystery phrase is... The stupid slush bit me. Oh, okay. Mm. Find out uh, who that was in the next hour. <laughs> I'm going to guess that's something to do with footballers. <laughs> yeah. That sounds <laughs> is like it. really? It. Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Okay. AFL starts this weekend. It sure does. And away we go. Watch, uh, get keep your, your head down, cab drivers. <laughs> get your biting tips in. <laughs> Who's going to bite who this week? Hey. All right. Let's. Uh, hey, we're going to climb up Talkback Mountain, but some of the themes have been a bit progressive and weird. So we've gone back for the classic rock Talkback Mountain. <laughs> Get out of my shawl. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. Turn the fans off. Matthew Dower. Are we going to play... Absolute bollocks. Now, last time we played... Oh. <laughs> you got to do it. Oh, You've got to do it, Rich. That's the rule. Absolute bollocks. <laughs> yes. Last time we played, so two things happened. No calls at all. Oh, is this the one with no calls? This is the one where we got no calls. Rich, get out of the studio, bro. Come on, we need some of your fake calls. <laughs> Indian accent, all right? Always works. Hey? Okay. No calls because it was just too wide a brief. No, no. The idea with absolute bollocks is it's anything at all. Mm. Anything at all that you reckon is absolute bollocks. And then we started getting a lot of calls from angry Australians going, mate, what are you saying absolute bollocks for? That sounds all bloody pommy to me. It should be absolute nads. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't have anyone saying absolute <laughs> no, nads. Not yet. Not yet. So instead, not it's until that absolute series, bollocks. I hear absolute nads starts on 10. <laughs> okay. uh, soon enough. It's going to be a great new series. What is an example of something that's absolute bollocks? In Cavalier. The Letters to TV Week. Oh. Absolute bollocks. Now, you've been floating this theory for a while. You reckon they're fake letters? I reckon they might be. And I think this is. I think they couldn't help themselves. And this is the giveaway. Have a listen. <laughs> 
Love your work, exclamation mark. I love the new layout of TV Week. Mm. I like the TV picture highlights page. Before you get to the editor's column and also the new look hot plot section for Home and Away and Neighbours especially. It's nice to get a day-by-day account of what's happening. And finally, the Steph McIntosh interview was really cool too. Well done, guys. Is that on a new page called Letters from the Editor? (laughs) (laughs) From Carly. As if. That Absolute is. bollocks. <laughs> That's what that is. Who sits down and goes, all right, got my week planned out, got work, got school, got all of the important things in my life. Just going to sit down and write to TV Week about the layout. That's what I'm going to do. Who would even notice the layout, Nobody, Judge? nobody. Let nobody. alone feel the need to write about it. Yeah, Let right. alone buy a stamp and walk to the post box. <laughs> you just, you're not going to do that. Nah. That is... Absolute bollocks. There we go. I've got an example What's of... Uh, Absolute bollocks. Are we sick of it yet? I think I we am. might be. Uh, there's a show uh, in America, I think it's been screened here late at night, called Last Comic Standing. Have you seen this? It's, yeah. It's that wonderful idea of turning art into a competition, pitting comedians against each other. Good. Australian Idol style. Now, I think in America, it's kind of young, com- you know... Who? Dane Cook or something? Is it no, Dane? I, think I think Jay Moore, mate. Oh, Jay Moore. Okay, okay, okay. Created the show. Bob Sugar from Jerry Maguire, yep. if you remember. But uh, they're out here looking for local comedians. And oh, okay. I think uh, Lawrence Mooney yeah. may have got through. Or is that a secret? Am I not supposed to well, say that? Well, it was that? in the paper, I think, accidentally. Okay. No, no, that's but okay. uh, yeah, apparently it's meant to be hush hush. There's another great local comedian who's also. Um, in the short list, and I don't want to. I don't want to get him in trouble. No, let's maybe stop naming names. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> great local comedians are up for the big prize on Last Comic Standing. So What's here, the prize, Rich. There we go. You get to go to America and be in the series. And, okay. And I heard some fantastically rude stories about the auditions that I probably couldn't repeat, and some of the. Just one. There was one guy who didn't even get to open his mouth. His mullet here. And attire alone had the producers going, nope, you don't need to speak. Oh, what? So the guy didn't even get to audition. So by that logic, like Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, that's the thing. Jeff Foxworthy couldn't get up. Well, somebody was doing like a character monologue and they were like, is this a monologue? Oh, get off. Wow. We just want, what's the deal with airline food? Can you do that (laughs) for us? But how's this? This is the absolute bollocks part. Mm. There were only four Australian comedians chosen, right? Okay. And... Over in England, they'd done auditions, and a pretty well-known English comedian. Now, I thought it was kind of for unknown comedians, but I guess the Americans are going, anyone who's not from America. Yeah, exactly right. It's <laughs> complete unknown. <laughs> unknown Even so. to themselves. So a really big English comedian auditioned and failed in England, flew out here, auditioned for the Australian one, and got in. Oh, How's that? That's absolute boss. So one of the four Australian posies is taken by a well-known British comedian having a second double dip. Absolute bollocks. <laughs> and then one of the local disgruntled comedians went to the producers and explained and said, this isn't fair, you know, yeah, someone's yeah. flown out here from England. And the producer said, well, if you want to fly to the UK and do the English auditions, we're not going to stop you. They're not going to stop it? No. Well, that's good news. And not that these unknown comedians have any money to fly to England. <laughs> anyway, that's just... Absolute bollocks. In right. my opinion. All right, good. Have Rich. you got an example, Richard? Well, do you mind me bringing up American TV again? Is do it! Again? Okay, uh, they used to play Saturday Night Live in full on Arena. Yes. On the channel of Arena. They certainly did. On, on Foxtel. Fantastic. And yeah. it went for an hour and a half. Now they're editing it and picking out what they think is the best sketches oh. and putting them on the comedy channel. Oh. Which, you know, Absolute bollocks. It's great that it's on the TV yeah. and thanks to the comedy channel for doing it, but I'd rather choose which sketches I'd rather yeah. see. I mean, I know that a lot of Saturday Night Live 
is perhaps yeah below standard. <laughs> yeah, but let us be the judge of that. That's right. Fair enough, mm-hmm. Rich. And so the show generally, I mean, you take out the commercials, and it's mm. something like forty-two minutes. Yeah, that's that's how long Saturday Night Live is. I like, yeah, but here you mean yeah because in America I think it's sixty six minutes without the ads. Yeah, mm-hmm. but but now I mean it it seems to me to be less a Saturday Night Live. Absolute yeah. bollocks. Aside from the nerdish content of the segment, it's gone AM really has you it? lost yeah. me then guys. <laughs> but they're editing it and they're not you know they're choosing the ones. Oh, I see. Yeah. They're okay. saying what, what like what American references. They're saying what Richard would yeah. find funny. Yeah, they See, don't know what Richard find funny. On other shows, it's global warming, immigration. On this show, they're cutting sketches out of shows <laughs> on Foxtel. Well, I was going to say climate change is absolute bollocks, but I thought we're all on that. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right listeners, do okay. you think something is absolute bollocks? Sorry, that guy can't say it anymore. He's no, exhausted. Done. So it's one triple three five three. Give us a call. Yeah. Uh, I'm nervous. Yeah. This is the one we had zero callers for last time. Yeah. So one of two things will happen. The listeners will go no. Nah. Let them stew. I want to hear more. I want to hear more about Saturday Night Live, right? Or we'll get plenty of callers. Let's hope for the second. Give us a call now. What's absolute bollocks? One triple three five three. Thank you, Powderfinger Sunsets. Here at Get This on Triple M, right around the nation. Today we're playing Absolute Bollocks. Who's got some? Warren, how are you? How you going, boys? Good, thank you, sir. What, mate? I got an absolute load of bollocks. Yeah. Mate, you pay good money in excess of a hundred bucks a month for mm. Foxtel TV, mm. and the mongrels go and put ads on every ten minutes. Yeah. Absolute bollocks! Oh, but they're high quality ads, though. I'm assuming. Hey, uh, uh, yeah, right. Hey, Warren, what are you on watching on the Foxtel? What's your What's your go? Why have you got it? Uh, most of the times, I like watching the documentaries and stuff like that. Is that but, right? Uh, you know, and, you know, your Discovery Channel and all that. But, again, you'll watch, um, you know, any other channels. The next thing, you know, what's on special at the supermarket and <laughs> all these erectile dysfunction ads and everything <laughs> like that. Hey, if I want ads, I'll fritch over to free TV. I don't want to pay good money and then watch ads. That's fair yeah. enough. And it ruins the flow of uh, Flavour of Love <laughs> of Police <laughs> 10-7. It certainly does. Oh, that's a good show. Yeah. Which one of those women is going to end up with Flavour, do you reckon? <laughs> Oh, who knows? Who yeah. knows? My guess is all of them. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That's going to be the final episode. Thanks. That's fair enough. Uh, an SBS running ads uh, yeah. during films. I mean, isn't that the only reason you watch SBS? Yeah. So? Well, the only reason you watch SBS, the late night films, used to be because yeah. it was guaranteed fruit. Yeah. These days, mm. How you, could, you could watch a whole, you know, Portuguese moody drama yeah. and not see one bit of action. <laughs> How long before, you know, somebody from, say, the uh, Dutch Big Brother is hosting a <laughs> Quizmania after dark on SBS? I've told you about the German version. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, the clothes off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't call. No, no, no. Or if you do call, yeah, yeah. we'll take, take the clothes off. off. Brilliant. Yeah. Hi, Jason. How are you? Hi, how are you? Excellent, sir. What, what have you got for us? I don't know how this got past your radar. Yeah. <laughs> on the latest Empire magazine, I had an interview with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... Uh, he said uh, if he had any regrets, regrets in his life, he said, well, Street Fighter was corny to me. But um, there were some nice things. I met uh, in the land, I met the land of Australia yeah. and had a mini affair with Kylie Minogue. Oh, <laughs> absolute bollocks. I don't know. You had a mini affair. Was that because yeah. they're both rather midget-like? or Or the length of the affair itself? I or? D- do you not believe that the muscles from Brussels was ever on with Kylie, Jason? Is that what you're suggesting? I think He's got better taste, I suppose. Oh, is that right? Kylie's got better taste. He was playing Guile from the game Street Fight. <laughs> quite a uh, 
Quite a coup. Uh, yeah, you know, I love the way my, how my John Claude Van Damme has decided to sort of turn his nose up at Street Fighter out of all of his titles. Yeah. <laughs> That's the weak link. Time Cop. I'll stand by that. <laughs> the Quest. That was, nothing wrong with that. The Legionnaire. Time's going to tell on that. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jason. Hi, Form. Oh, Tomo. Tomo. How are you? G'day, fellas. How are you going? Really good. What's bollocks? That's right. Absolute bollocks is people who get, get two cracks at quiz shows mm. on what? TV. What Absolute mean? bollocks. What, what do you Absolute. Get? Who's done that now? Oh, just you see people getting on the TV and, oh, you've been on sale the century before, won 100 grand, oh, good on you. Oh, yes. They don't need any more money, do they? That's a good point. Yes. That's a very good point, Tomo. You th- where do you draw the line? If they get the home board game, do you think they're allowed to go on to the next one? If they've won nothing but the board game, is that okay? that's okay. If you've gone on Temptation and only walked away with a commemorative pin, then, you, <laughs> then you're okay for Wheel of Fortune, don't you reckon? <laughs> that's right. If you've only won the board game, then give them another crack, but... I think, oh. I think you're right, though. The 100 grand's a bit steep and yeah. sharp and, you know. Serial people. You, people who just, you know, like people who call up radio stations yeah. and they, they just sit there with the first six digits. Prize pigs. Yeah, prize pigs. We used to encounter them a lot mm. uh, when I was out, out, in the, out on the front line, you yeah. know, giving away the prize packs to the people who need it most. Well, good point, Tom. I love how even on this show, even with prize pigs out there, sometimes nobody calls. <laughs> <laughs> who have we got? Yeah. Hi, Jason. How are you? Good, guys. How are you? Excellent, man. What's going on? Oh, what have you got for us? Uh, how, when you go to the service station, if you put $20.02 in, that's what they take out of your account. What? How can they take out a non-existent amount of money oh. nowadays? Absolute bollocks. Oh, so are they, are they rounding up or rounding down, do you think? No, they're just taking... They're taking the... out the exact amount. Oh, they're just taking that out? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. two cents. Just hang on, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, truck to you, Jess. <laughs> sorry, you... I'm sorry if we're interrupting, Jason. Are you uh, parking your car while you're talking? No, it's all good, fellas. What's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and the right. shopping centres do the same thing. So over your item, shouldn't it be, when it comes up on the screen in front of you, it shouldn't be $12.93, it should be $12.90. Jason, no one's listening anymore. What are you, what, uh, because we're wondering what you're doing. What yeah. are you doing? Hey, all the cops are coming past. Just you... I'll get down for a second. <laughs> what are you doing, Jason? Like that. Um, uh, controlling trucks. Yeah. Controlling right. trucks. Controlling oh. trucks with my mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for the call, Jason. Hey, uh, good point. Hey, Ken, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. What's going on? What's uh, what's uh, bollocks? Oh, mate, you know, all this health-conscious stuff going on, I, I decided I might I might start drinking bloody decaffeinated coffee. Yeah, how's it going? Well, it's going all right. I, I don't really like the taste of it, but bloody, to, to get everything in sync, I've, I've gone to every bloody furniture shop in Brisbane to find a decaffeinated coffee table you can't buy. <laughs> Absolute bollocks. <laughs> I, yeah, you can't wonderful. buy. <laughs> yes! I thought Ken. about a boy, but... That's great. <laughs> thank you, sir. And thank you for holding on to say that to us. Good on you, buddy. Well done, sir. <laughs> Ian, how are you? Good, thanks, Ed. You're one of our Brisbane listeners that we're very happy to have back on board. Thanks, Daylight Savings. That's you know, right. wandered I've been, away. I've been stuck in the time zone in like purgatory. Limbo. And uh, and how did the curtains go? Did they survive the yeah, summer? Yeah, Didn't fade. Sort of Cows yeah, yeah. aren't beside themselves. Oh. Welcome back, Queensland <laughs> listeners, and, and and you know, especially those people who try and think an hour ahead. Who sit there yeah. and go, I reckon they're doing absolute bollocks today. I'll call now. I love people who do What's that. absolute bollocks, Ian? Uh, listen, I actually thought that uh, anything, anything related to Anna Nicole Smith mm. is absolute bollocks. Absolute yeah. bollocks. Yeah. 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 She is just, I mean, the, I heard, a, I heard a, a gossip thing. It, she's even now getting gossip stuff in on the radio, like talk stuff in the morning, mm. right? They've done a microscopic analysis of her tissue samples or whatever it was, yeah. right? And they've found that um, it's because she had a, she had a, uh, and it, 
vitamin injection, right? Get yeah. this right. Then she went and had a flu shot. Topped that off with her methadone, and they reckon that's the, the become the vital, the lo- the lethal concoction that's knocked her off. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, who cares? Um, no, you you think maybe once the coffin's been sunk, that maybe that would be the end of it. But no, suddenly the judge is now having a bit of a chuff in the park, diving in with a reefer and a syringe in his hand, trying to get samples. Uh, uh, they haven't stopped there. By the way, her kid now is now the the, the surviving one. By the yeah, way, yes. she's been rushed to hospital, so now the kids become. Oh, it's, it's, oh, I reckon oh. it's the Anna Nicole curse. Oh, <laughs> is that right? The Anna Nicole. Well, curse. you might have caught it, Ian, just by ringing up. So, and, uh, well, thanks, Ian. Thank and you, welcome, sir. Nice welcome. to have you back. Yes, uh, I see that this show going by the clock is a victim of the Anna Nicole curse. <laughs> We're going to have to wind things oh, up. Oh, there. Sorry, thanks. guys. I just got back from the sound like how are the calls. <laughs> How many voices can you do, Richard? Did you like the decaffeinated coffee table thing? Because that joke, was mate. a couple of days. Good Thank you, genius. And Richard will be joining us in the next hour to play <laughs> Dave Grady. Get this. Green, slimy, yucky, revolting, horrible, unferal. All the bad words you can say about it. Brought to you by Jeff from Ed's MySpace, who's booked front row seats for every show on the current Howard Jones tour and now knows his way round every RSL club in the country. Do what I want because I can, if I don't because I want to. Good afternoon, everybody. It's the second hour of Get This, and look, Dave Graney's back on the yeah. show. Thanks for coming in, Dave. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> and thank you for being part of this fabulous new album, Rock Formations by Salmon. So loud. Salmon. We yes. can, I couldn't even hold it up to the microphone. Mm. The building would explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to talk about that. But also, you were, were you not, uh, a key part of Neighbours for a few episodes? I was in for a couple of episodes, yeah. Had a fight with Toadie and Shag, the doctor's wife. <laughs> My work was done. You know, they're looking for ways to revive, revive the show and the ratings. You haven't been asked back to do some more of that? Put it about. I'm waiting for the call. Okay. I'm waiting for the call, Tony. Yeah. Shake things up. All right. So, uh, a couple of insiders I had there who wrote me into it have uh-huh. been... Oh, it's it's a uh, it's 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 a tough world, the world of TV. Yeah, you're not performing. Get out! Oh, well, a character's so, being bumped off. Yeah, yes, a characters bumped off. It's a bloodbath in there. All right, the bloodbath <laughs> continues next on Get This. Thank you, the Shadow Minister for the Environment and Band. Here at Get This, it's the second hour on Triple M. Some more fake applause for Dave Graney. Here he is. I like that. That is a fabulous suit you've got on, Dave. Thanks, really. Tony. And I'm wearing it in a way, in a challenge to society today. <laughs> society. I'm wearing it in the Italian film director style <laughs> oh, with the jacket yes. thrown over the shoulders in a rakishly casual manner. <laughs> but it's very difficult. As if you to, were an armchair. <laughs> You've got bigger shoulders than me, Ed. It might, yeah. uh, you know, might be easier for you. Yeah, well. it, might, it keeps slipping off. But What would happen if we wore suits? Because often in the sales department, they'll have wear your jeans to work day. Mm. Oh, yeah. Maybe we've got to go formal attire when yeah, that well, happens. That'd be nice. It's more expensive to dress casually, I, uh, really? I can tell you, yes. Why so? You are wearing more expensive clothes than me. Oh, I don't know about yes, that, Mr. Yeah. Graney. No, no, no. I wear junk shop clothes. So it's true. I. You do get fabulous suits from mm. the uh, from the op shops. Yeah, you do. Yeah. What's yeah. the most you've paid for an op shop suit? About five dollars. Because I paid one hundred and twenty for a three piece brown corduroy. Right, yeah. I've, only, I've only worn once. Yeah. But you can get three suits for that new. <laughs> Dave, 
Maybe he should explain why he's only worn that suit once. Tell us what happened. I got what one happened? block before someone screamed poofed at me from oh, the right, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, that's, uh, that happens. Yeah, That's why we live in such a casual world. And if you go out to the malls where uh, where people walk around in like they've just got out of bed, you know, with the, you know, everything hanging loose, you know. <laughs> they wouldn't it's, dare. It's horrible. A $5 suit. Mm, mm. No. Okay. Okay. It's now, poncifi- poncification. They're against it. Mm. <laughs> we're not against mm. anything on this show, pretty much. Uh, Neighbours is something we're trying to help out with oh, new good. plot lines. It's been a, an ongoing theme. Mm. You were in Neighbours for a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. You say you know some writers on the show. I did at the time, yes. Right. But I cannot divulge uh, operational matters, Tony. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Mm. What did you? How did you seduce the doctor's wife? Well, Ed, it's all like uh, Chinese whispers, you know, the posters on Chinese walls, which people were told to, you know, spies would decipher what they were really meaning. Oh, really? In those simple days of neighbours in the late 90s, you didn't actually copulate in a crude Uh manner. I brushed the back of her hand with my fingers. Uh The belly of my fingers. Uh See, that wouldn't wouldn't get on now. (laughs) That was an earlier time. That was too nuanced. The the audience knew they were more sophisticated, I think. Well, on Home and Away, it's just all hot people now. Yeah, and it's just teabaggings on first dates. (laughs) 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 As soon as you go. Teabag? What's teabag? Well, it's it's all the rage, apparently, according to Crystal. According to Crystal, Zoo Magazine, it's, quote, becoming more common. Yeah, it's on the website. I thought teabags were a... uh, that's a that's a, a, a racial slur for limeys. Oh, Poms. no, I didn't mean that. No, it's right. worse than that. No, but you know, the rumor is that because Home and Away is all hot people, yeah. they're starting to bump off or move on the less hot characters on Neighbours. The word is that's happened there, yeah. And mm. it sort of looks weird because on Home and Away they're at the beach. Yeah, so it sort of looks normal. It makes that, sense that people yeah. have a tan and you know mm. that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. you know, the the Neighbours street. Why are there all these supermodels suddenly <laughs> living in this? Living in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> it's an odd look. And last night, mm. somebody was uh, pushed off a cliff, Iger-sanctioned style, <laughs> and then just crawled back to the top of the cliff, brushed themselves off. It was completely fine. With it's a wooden a, leg, mind you. It's had an effect. I've, You know, you've heard of queue jumpers. You yeah. know, Nobody talks about the actual queue of people to get into Australia. That's right. It's quite um, a bit shocking, I've heard from my insiders, that immigration, because I like to keep informed of <laughs> yeah. developments in all areas of our Good. society. They're lining up in their shell suits, their track suits, at immigration, <coughs> excited by the prospect of... Getting on to neighbours. <coughs> getting on board Ramsey Street. Hot dames all around. Oh, I see. And and they have a, a tented effect on their trousers with <laughs> their anticipation of... Shagging in the streets. The tented masses trying yeah. to get in. Yeah. Uh, I actually, this is a Unicorns. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, mm. They drive cars now. We're terrible. <laughs> uh, this is, pro- it's enough years have passed. This was over 10 years ago. I was an extra just for my own amusement in an ABC drama. Come on. And there was Which a, one? It was Mercury. Yeah, oh. Mercury. It was yeah. the show Mercury. And about the newspaper. Yeah. yeah well, that was a good one. So technically I've worked with Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. <laughs> I was just walking past in the background. And there was this bloke who was an extra mm. and he claimed to me that he lived in one of the houses that they use you know i think they i've it, heard this once yeah. you're in the studio that's a fake house yeah, but it, the externals are our the externals are a real house yeah. and he lived in one of those houses rented 
Mm. And he said, oh, mate, you get these bloody busloads of English tourists coming past and you get up, you know, 9 or 10 in the morning, <laughs> they're banging on your window looking inside and you haven't even had your first bong for the day. <laughs> Unquote. <laughs> a, a friend told me an Englishman went on a neighbour's tour right. and he said it was he was shocked by the, the shabbiness of it because <laughs> they got on a bus. <laughs> And if you ever, I I live out that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I drive past Neighbours World all the time. Sometimes if the Burwood Highway is locked off, you have to drive off into Neighbours Land. <laughs> right. And there's no escape, you know. So. People are going, look, it's Dave. Part of the tour now. It's, it's Dave's character driving through. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it's, all there is out there is service stations. <laughs> and... Uh, the neighbour's bus pulled up at the service station, and service stations have, you know, drop and go for your bottled gas. Yes. The bus driver gets out, unlocks the the cage for the na- shabby na- neighbour's postcards and uh, neighbour's memorabilia. It's sitting out there on the deck of a service station. <laughs> Fantastic. That's the gift shop. He unlocks it. We've flown halfway around the world to go to the servo. Don't forget your party eyes. Uh, it adds to the whole whole experience. <laughs> the the, oh, the suburban that's, that's uh, ennui. All right. Uh, is, do we have time for one more bombshell? Mm, I've got a please. neighbour's bombshell. Sizzle it for the next break. Sizzle it for the next break, okay. and then we are going to get to this fine new album, <laughs> Rock Formations, here again. Mm. This. All right, let's let the drummer do something at the end of the song. Go <laughs> and have a crack. Oh, it's, a Bang. Solo. it's a solo. <laughs> How to Save a Life, the fray, you know it is here at Get This on Triple M. Dave Graney is with us on the panel today, and this new album by Salmon. Salmon, yeah. Rock Formations. Explain what Salmon is. It's a heavy rock uh, kind of band, it's all instrumental, devised by Kim Salmon, who was in The Scientists and yes. the, the Beasts of Bourbon, and uh, the Surre- had his band The Surrealists. Mm. And uh, it's six electric guitars and two six. drummers, and it's uh, oh. e- every song is like a heavy metal universe. It's and, uh, amazing. It's uh, you and Matt Walker are among mm-hmm. the guitarists. Claire Moore is one of the drummers. We obviously can't play it here because it would just frighten people. Yeah, it's we very just... avant-garde and fascist. Look, yeah. I think uh, <laughs> here comes a bit of it now, just subtly. Don't be frightened, people. <laughs> Is that a bit of punk fatwa? That's punk fatwa, yeah. All right, I'm getting frightened. Please, Richard. That oh, is, sounds great. Dave, have you that been approached huge. by the uh, the makers of Grey's Anatomy to use that at all? <laughs> it's, uh, oh, no. I reckon in a scene where they're uh, you know somebody's dead and they've got the uh, is that it defibrillator? Yeah. <laughs> Stat more, and more juice. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe, goddamn you! <laughs> Oh, yeah. look, it's, look, it's breaking up in one speaker. I <laughs> yeah, can feel it. It's, it's so mm. full on. The Axes of Evil, mm. great names for your tracks. It wears a kilt. Mm. That's, <laughs> that's a, my favourite name. That's a Uriah Heap style one. But uh-huh. We all just follow orders in Salmon, and uh, Kim tells us every pick burn to use. You know, oh, great. Yeah. Every, uh, I'm employed just to uh, make weird sounds because I can't do any of the shredding. I just play like rhythm guitar stuff. Well, you often will word will go out that there's going to be a salmon gig coming mm. up. It doesn't happen that often. No. Uh, but the album, were you telling me you didn't even know there was an album being recorded when you were doing it? 
Yeah, well, we, to record, like, it's like an orchestra, so to record in the normal way, like, separate everything and then put it back together would be would kill the vibe of it. So uh, Kim just secretly recorded us at a rehearsal and at a gig, and uh, it's so it's... It's just, the album has just appeared, yeah, on a Spanish label, and it's actually come out on a double vinyl, which uh, oh, fantastic. I've never had a double vinyl gatefold sleeve that I've been involved in. Oh, that's great! Well, Bang Records <coughs> is uh, putting it out on CD, mm. so check that out and uh, stand well clear. Thank you, Tony, <laughs> of your speakers. Mm. Uh, now, you were telling us something interesting. You were you at the New York Dolls gig last I night? I went to see the New York Dolls in Melbourne last night. How are the they travelling? They were great. Yeah. Who's They're in like, there from uh, the original lineup? Well, David Johansson and Sil Sylvain from the original band. They have a bass player, I think, mm. <clears throat> from a band called Hanoi Rocks, who are uh, like a uh, very much Dolls-inspired group from Sweden or Finland. And uh, uh, I was great. Yeah, like I always loved David Johansson when I was when I was a kid and loved the New York Dolls. And it's one of those funny things, you know, when uh, music. Sometimes music's a public thing and everybody gets together and they all sing the songs at the top of their voices. But then when it's a thing where it's uh, been interior and people have been listening to it on headphones or something in private ways and then they're suddenly in a room together, right. it's, it's quite different. Well, you say when you were a kid. Well, when Ed was a kid, mm. David Johansson was the ghostly cab driver in Scrooge. Ah, uh, now I'm with you. Now you know who we're talking <laughs> now about. Now I do know who you're talking about. It was him, wasn't it, Dave? He was in a band. It was, yes. Wow. And... Uh, He's been in a quite a few other films, I think. Yeah. I think he has. Car 54, Where Are You? Ah, <laughs> the remake? I saw that. And yeah. uh, Baffled. He was, mm. Wasn't he Buster Poindexter? Wasn't oh, that was David? Just, yeah, one of his alter egos. Yeah. He, uh, he's a New York uh, musician, kind of uh, invented punk rock, I guess. Wow. Know, along with many other people. But, a bad claim to fame. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people claiming that one. <laughs> I, I invented trip hop. Uh, Did you really? Yeah, By yeah, accident? Yeah. No, no, it was just sort of you know, like, you know, I just like tripped it down, stripped it out, put it back together, whatever. Yeah. You know? Dave's yeah. getting up to leave. So, <laughs> yeah, come back, Dave. <laughs> Hey, look, we've been talking about albums you can get, like Rock Formations mm. by Salmon. What about albums you can't get? Because they've never been released. Yep. Let's talk about that next. Get this. Asian Ladies, full body rub from $30. Special price daily. Brought to you by Stephen Cornford, who can't stand Stephen Segal's acting, but loves his blues guitar. Really, Stephen? Sounds to me like the blues might be marked for death. It's get this around the nation on Triple M. Dave Grady is with us. He's put me off food forever. Stories you can't say on here. A German man who's got a... A bug that cleans his teeth from inside yeah. his own body. There you go. That's oh. life, Ed. It's, uh, it's a whole channel many of things Foxtel. out there that <laughs> we cannot imagine. Uh, here's something we can imagine. Stephen Seagal playing blues guitar. That was not a joke in that sponsorship mention. He does have a band. What are they called? Kicking Blues or something? Thunderbox. 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 Good Box. name for a band name. <laughs> it's, it's an ex- he doesn't realise what he's done. Mm. So he's just gone, that sounds great, Thunderbox. Well, that's a slang phrase for an outhouse It's in, a, in rural Australia. A toilet you, on a farm. That's it. You you watch a lot of martial arts movies, I note, Tony. Well, you watch a lot of movies in general. I watch Dave, a lot of movies. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Because your knowledge of martial arts films. Mm. <laughs> well, I just it's love this extensive. Steven Seagal's acting. It's acting and how they light his very suspicious hairline mm-hmm. that keeps <laughs> me watching. Letterbox. And how cheap can they go? And oh, Still try 
pass it off as a movie. I, I don't like his films because the, the, he enjoys breaking people's necks and yeah, arms they're very, too much. They're very sadistic movies. The sound sure. of people's necks breaking, yeah. I'm not comfortable with it. No, a lot, a lot more time goes on than that <clears throat> than the scripts you can tell. But listen to this. He does have a blues band. Luke has called up to say he saw Stephen Seagal playing with Thunderbox at B.B. King's Bar in New York last year. It was terrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that it? Is that it? That's he all could he have says. got that sax player that used to be with uh, Tina Turner, that muscle-bound kind oh, of guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was in the, in the... Thor, I think his <laughs> right. name was. Mm. Well, I what Thor's doing now. Mm. What we're talking about today is uh, albums, obscure albums, never-released albums. A zoo magazine, mm. source of a lot of our information really? on the show. Very yeah. much, guys. Mm. They've put out a list of the top ten <clears throat> unreleased albums. We've talked about yeah. them before. Uh, Chinese Democracy by Guns N' Roses, still no sign of that. My Bloody Valentine. Uh, mm-hmm. Self-titled mm-hmm. Household Objects by Pink Floyd Dream Factory by Prince Lifehouse by The Who Power of the Dollar by 50 Cent 50 Cent all those, yeah. uh, The Black Hole by Weezer That they've spelt W-H-E-E-Z-E-R That's, that's not right A band oh, of asthmatics apparently mm. <laughs> ah, I'm a Weezer Beverly Hills My sweater is unraveling again <laughs> Write a song about it Bruce Springsteen's Electric Nebraska, Cigarettes mm. and Valentines by Green Day, Homegrown by Neil Young. Are you, mm. you serious, Dave? you have any albums on that list? Well, they're not put out for some reason, so uh. they should stay unreleased. Yeah, so the mystery is preserved. I do like worlds that you're not allowed in. Oh, yeah. I think it's good to have other worlds that are forbidden. Now that we can just... Like backstage at a haunted house? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yes. Because, you know, you can get anything now on YouTube, so some things mm. should remain, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, hard to touch. Imagining them is better than the reality reality ever could be. Well, let's get our listeners on board and say, what have you got? Have you got an unreleased album, some kind of obscure title in oh, your collection lurking up the back? <clears throat> have you got an unreleased Jive Bunny album? Ooh. <laughs> Has there ever been such a thing? Yeah. Preserving the mystery of the Unplugged, Jive Bunny. yeah. Like, Dave, what album would you have in the old temperature-controlled mm. safe at the Ponderosa? <laughs> That nobody else has got. Yeah. I got a great album called Kathy Fire, Songs of a Lesbian Anarchist. <laughs> it's really, I got it because it's really great hard cardboard vinyl cover. <laughs> Occasionally I put it on for people and it, it is so ham-fistedly bad that that you wonder how it got to be pressed and everything. Because anybody can make CDs, they're easy to record. Sure. Now. <clears throat> this is the age of tape and vinyl. And, oh, uh, wow. And she, the guitar is out of tune. She's <laughs> obviously got pudgy fingers. She can't <laughs> make the chords. It's And the, the singing is... is it, I, you could not impersonate it, but it's like, you know, Get your rapist hands off my shoulders. I'm coming out with lesbian pride. Okay. We got that one coming up, Richard. It's on the way. Why can't we have that? It is really like that. I'm not exaggerating. It, and, you know, it is, it's kind of funny, and I want to come like a woman, and, you know. <laughs> You'd swear it was made out of some evil comedian's like view of, uh, of you know, uh, le- lesbianical behaviour. But you know, it's uh, it's, the real it's a real thing. <laughs> well, okay, I don't think anyone in this room can top that. <laughs> Who How about you, listeners? Call us up. What's lurking in your record collection? You think we need to know about on a national platform? One triple three five three. That's the Swingers here at Get This on Triple M. That one came out on vinyl. Dave Granny is with us, Hello. seeking 
to be impressed I by am, yes, yes. the listeners. Hoping, vinyl. Tony. Who's got some vinyl? Chris, how are you? Not too bad. Uh, <laughs> good, man. What do you got? I've actually got a record of uh, Peter and the Wolf, narrated by Paul Hogan. Oh, mm. Does he do a good job of that? I've never actually listened to it. My oh. mother won't let me. <laughs> Mum won't let you. Probably yeah. fair enough. I it think... was actually released at 9am in the morning, yeah. but pulled at quarter past nine because Paul Hogan had a dispute with the record company. Oh, oh, it was, it was oh, only wow. on sale for 15 minutes and but, your mum got a copy. Well, my grandfather actually got the copy for my mother. Oh, right. Mm. That is fantastic. Uh, mate, mate, that's very, very rare. Hang on to that. Quite a collectible. Do you have any spoken word albums like that in your collection, Dave? Oh, uh, I've Leonard Nimoy, Outer Space, Inner Mind. Oh, he, yes. he recorded many albums, you know, Mr. Spock. Well, I, I hope that one's uh, in a safe place. Twinkle, twinkle, it, little it is, earth. It's in a very safe place. And, of course, a lot of great voices have done uh, Peter and the Wolf. I think Galen's doing an oh, album I do. of it. Uh, <laughs> do you know, Chris, also, if you have a DVD of Flipper, I think those are very rare. I don't think anyone bought those. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> Didn't you hear about that? No, what happened? There was something with the, when Flipper came out. Yeah. That it was out, and then it, then it went, and then it came back. I what remember was, when I worked at the video store. Is it, that it, right? It, yeah, it was there. Then all of a sudden, it was like, where's it? The people were asking for it, and it kind of got, no, 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 no. Ooh. And then it came back with a like a slightly different cover, and there it was. X-rated? When, when you worked at the video store, you often refer to this, Ed. Is it a time of great happiness? <laughs> it's just a you? time of great length, oh. Dave. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much all ideas. Is it like... Uh, Eight years. A paradise for you and stuff. I loved it there, Dave. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It was especially when you were in the shop by yourself mm. during the day. Yeah, those are the with nail hours. Oh, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, anyway, Joey, how are you? Good. What have you got? Uh, the Wicked Luster Kiss. Uh, oh. It was released about 1972 before Kiss was formed. It was Paul and Gene, and the album was never released, but it's been re- some people have it. Mm. Oh. Do you know of this, uh, Dave? The, no. the original Kiss. And, and why was? How did you get a copy of it? Um, it's been circulated in small kiss circles. I ended up with it at a record convention one time. Wow! Mm. And what does it sound like? Does it is it sort of uh, an early version of the sound we know, or is mm. it off on another tangent? It's kind of way out there in a way. Um, it's not like uh, acoustic guitars and bongos. It's got acoustic and it's got. I mean, it's got flutes on it, and things oh. like that. It's really mm. weird at times, but then again, you know. <laughs> It does have like one or two tracks that eventually did become Kiss songs. Lyrics of a sexual nature? Or? No, not oh, really. Yeah. Hadn't no. discovered sex yet. <laughs> <laughs> Innocent oh, Kiss. Making up for lost time. Mm. Is, is Paul Stanley uh, Bean? I think, I think he's on his way out or he's mm-hmm. here or he's something. Oh, well, hopefully he'll be doing some wicked luster material. Hi, uh, Darren. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, Ed. How are you? Great, mate. What have you got? Mate, I have got Abba's, um, Young Talent Times tribute to ABBA. Oh. <laughs> and how do they go? Uh, not as good as the original, but not bad. Not as good as the original, but better than ABBA Mania with oh, uh, Beck Cartwright? Well, I don't know. She mm. did introduce it very, very well. <laughs> uh, and who gets to sing, uh, like, you know, the big classic Waterloo and stuff like uh, that? Is this the Tina Arena years of YTT? Matt, I'd love to tell you that I was uh, more enthralled in it, but uh, mm. I, found it in a, I found it in a box that I bought at the, uh, at the flea market. Oh, yes. oh. I, only, I only pull it out because uh, every now and again I let people know that I've actually got it. Oh, oh there right. you go. Yeah, or maybe, you know, people lingering at a party too long. <laughs> yeah. Out it comes from the crate. I will put this on, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually bought Bevan Adensall at the same flea market. That's true. <laughs> really? The actual guy. Amazing, that. <laughs> 
It's remarkable. It's part of a job lot. Some uh, some records are objects. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, true. true. I bought a soundtrack to Earthquake and Emmanuel combined. On the one album. The cover had the alluring Sylvia Crystal oh, semi-naked yes. yep. sitting in the ruins of a civilization. <laughs> And I'm sure it was incensed right around. I don't need to hear that. <laughs> no, to look is enough. Hello, Murray. How are you? There you go. I love the show. Oh, thank, thank you, sir. What have you got? Uh, Eddie Brickell, the new Bohemians yeah. album, shooting rubber bands at the moon. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, what is the story with that album? Oh, a friend of mine brought it back from Europe because it wasn't released here with the full version. I got actually the full uh, full version of it. Wow. And uh, it's just an awesome album, but uh, it's a weird name. It is a, it's a great album. It's got the single What I Am, which was a big hit here. Mm. And what I, think I that, Am is What yeah. I Am. That one? <laughs> That's mm. the one. That's oh, the right. one, yeah. yeah. And was it produced by Paul Simon, I think so? Cause it they got, was. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah, not brilliant album, though, but uh, not played often enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. well, we'll see what we can do. Just stick around. Uh, <laughs> hi, Nick. How are you? Hey, how are you going? Excellent. What have you got? I've got the two Samantha Fox albums. Two of them? I want to have some fun. There was a second one. What were, the, what oh, were yeah. they called, sorry? Touch me and I want to have some fun. Would they be, would they be <laughs> lyrics written and sung to the Australia's great, uh, you know, confidence man who was involved? Oh, in Foster. The, yeah. Foster. Foster. Love songs to his manliness. And <laughs> his ability to leap <laughs> off could a bridge in his underpants. It. You could listen to it now knowing that he was lying <laughs> yeah. the whole way. <laughs> Tricked her. Pa- Nick, did you hear the news that in Serbia they've erected a statue of Samantha Fox? <laughs> oh. I did, but... She doesn't really sing that well live, so I've heard. So they may have to pull it down once I hear her. Hang on a sec, Nick, because in, I think it's in Sydney that they've got uh, out, out the front of the, uh, the Queen Victoria building, the QVB. Mm-hmm. They've got a statue dedicated to Queen Victoria's dog. Yeah, oh. uh, and it sounds like it sounds like it's like a really old radio voice, like a it's John, John Law. It's John Law. No, it is actually it's John, John Law. Does the voice? Doing it's the quite voice. alarming to have a dog saying you need to be hung. <laughs> <laughs> Judge Roy Bean would know what to do with you, sir. <laughs> but, my, my, but how about this? If uh, at the at the, st- at the statue in Serbia, yeah. every time you wander past, bang, the single comes flying it out. There's a vinyl slot, yeah, and bang, <laughs> down drops a bit of touch me. Where's yeah. the statue to Peter Foster? <laughs> Isn't it? Shouldn't Australia be proud of its confidence men? We are the best <laughs> in the world. Agree. I've heard. I absolutely mm. agree. Maybe have confidence men row. You have <laughs> Gacy and yeah. Bondi and Fosty. Great. Mm. Be great. Hi, hi, Michael. How are you? Uh, hi, guys. How you going? Excellent, sir. What have you got? I actually found a Jackie Chan duet album in a pop shop. Who's he duetting with? Sorry? Who's he singing with? Uh, Some Chinese no-name, I'm not sure. (laughs) Oh, right. So is it just the sound of him kicking them in the face, set to music? Uh, I think he's saying cunt, cunt. Yeah, he's saying I can't be involved in this album. I can't possibly be involved in this album. It's a foolish idea. Why would you put me with singers? I'm only going to kick their heads. (laughs) I can't help myself. That's what he's saying. You get me in a booth. Hey, Dave's brought me in. Look at this. Mm. He's brought in an album called Tony Martin Sings. Mm. And this is... Yeah, not me, sadly. This is the original Tony Martin, who's still alive, possibly a hundred years old, uh-huh. and still married to Sid Charisse, mm. the uh, one of the hottest women of the last century. Ed really, the woman who had her legs insured, mm. Sid Charisse. Mm. And listen to this on the back. His name was actually Al Morris, and it says here, deciding that the name Al Morris was not glamorous enough, he changed it to Tony Martin and <laughs> headed for Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. 
How's that? Sid Charisse, Ed, was in the days before men's gaze became focused on the breasts. Where were we looking? They were more the legs. The pins. Oh, the pins. Downstairs. Did she cause quite a stir during the Industrial Revolution? That kind of thing? (laughs) Opening factories and whatnot? (laughs) A a little bit after that. Okay. In those days, people pursued overweight women because they had all the food. (laughs) Is that right? Mm. Fair hey, enough. Mm. You know, Dave, you've been on the show many times, and you're probably. I thank you for the opportunity to. Well, we thank you. For Maybe you, you're thinking, oh, are the guys running out of steam? Have they got no new ideas? Has that I, occurred I to you? I never think that. I've never thought that. Well, Tony. we are going to unveil some spectacular new features. We're going to do it next on Get This. Holy natural, that's Bones here at Get This Around the Nation. Dave Graney sitting in for the hour, and Dave, you know. Mm. New ideas on radio. When was the last time you heard one, do you think? <laughs> you know, there's not that many, is there, these days? Well, if they're coming from anywhere, Tony, it would be from Get This, I would say. Exactly. My point exactly. Next week on Get This, we recall our favourite moments from the Anna Nicole Smith trial. Counsel, can we hear the testimony? Uh, thank you, Your Honour. Well, if I can refer to what the counsel for the family of Miss Smith shared, I can... Uh, uh, Your Honour, are you... <coughs> Please continue. Then it's Dancing with the Stars with Heather Mills McCartney. Well, all I can say is this is a very bold choice. The can-can. All I can say is that I'm very glad we're up here in the commentary booth. Yeah, oh, hang on, it's coming loose. Heads down! Get This Will Be There as Dr. Brendan Nelson demonstrates the Navy's new fleet of Super Hornet jet fighters. Well, I think this will prove once and for all we made the right decision. Shocks away. Watch in awe as I come screaming out of the sun at 10 o'clock. And if it's naval humour you're after, then join us for live sketches aboard HMAS Comedy. And then it's time for more Dancing with the Stars. Well, I'm telling you that Heather Mills McCartney is nothing if not persistent. Incoming! And if that's not offensive enough for you, from the people who brought you Mahatma Ghoulies. Oh, yes, indeed. Mino Reiki. Mino Reiki. And Kiwi Corner. Comes the show that finally gives the Swiss the serve they've been asking for. Don't miss What's the Time, you neutral yodeling chocolate muncher? But what about dogs listening to get this? Sit and call in for Schmacko or Snossage. Well, what is it? No, I'm afraid it's a Snossage. Hey, don't worry, we're sending you a Hinder album. And sports fans rejoice as we cross live to the International Teabagging Championships in Osaka. Miki Oshinawa attempting a 10-pound lift and place, this time on the head of the visiting Australian Foreign Minister. That's a successful dunk. Mr. Downer, your comments? It's obviously completely absurd. It's pure art. It's in the bag on Get This, where the dance lives on. Oh my God, she's attempting the Cossack saber dance. Get down! <laughs> it's all coming up next week on Get This. 
Thanks for sitting in for the whole show, Dave. Very enjoyable, Tony. Thanks for asking me in. Now, this album, Rock Formations, we've had calls already by Salmon. Where can you obtain it? I would only go to a specialist import record shop or come to see Salmon playing in Melbourne. I think we're going to do a show at the Northcote Social Club in May. I'm sure the internet is uh, the answer if you're having trouble tracking it down. It is the answer to most things. Uh, Our key phrase today, I think it was something that you said, Dave. Thanks for joining us once again and thanks for giving us the word lesbianiacal. We'll be back tomorrow with George McEncrow from our Brisbane office. Yeah. And it's all thanks to as yet nobody. nobody.